You are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. You're listening to The Mom Show and uh, reminding you what we do here every week. We know that we're all very busy people, very busy families, just trying to keep everything running. And so we are a repository for all of this amazing information for you here as a mom, as a parent, as a woman, as a My Talker in general, because we know we have so many people listening. And so we are going to cover a number of topics here every week. This week, we are joined by one of our favorite experts and one of our favorite moms, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Centers. Good morning, Dr. Amy. Good morning. So what a difference a week makes. I mean, we actually are swinging into spring, it seems like, finally. Oh, it's huge. Almost all the snow is gone. Yes, yes. And so I think people are starting to feel kind of renewed, ready to make some changes, maybe see what they can do to brighten themselves up. And so we're going to cover a very fun topic this morning. We're going to talk about detoxing, right? Yep. It's a topic that I've already heard people start talking about, asking questions about, is should I be detoxing? Right, spring, or maybe almost spring. (laughs) (laughs) Spring ish. It is spring ish now. Enough, Uh I think. And and as Minnesotans, we better take what we could get. Yep. So when people come to see you over at the Health Foundations Birth Center, I know a lot of times since they hear birth centers, they think they were they think that's all you do. But we do mention that no, you handle a, a a a large array of just women's health issues. So is this a question that comes up often? Yeah, it is. And so, you know, we do, of course, we do lots of maternity care, pregnancy, preconception, but we do also lots of women's health. And so whether you're coming for us for um, any sort of health issues or to talk about things like this, that's a wonderful thing. And I think that the thing that is different with us and our providers is we do take the time. We do spend the time to answer your questions, to do the education. And I think a lot of times we look at that whole picture. We are not just looking at that one symptom. I mean, of course, we're wanting to make you feel better. And and we might look at what what that one symptom might, what we can do to help make that go away. But we're looking at that whole picture so it doesn't come back right. once we take that one thing away. Because another thing that you seem to bring up often about what uh, the process is like when you go and hang out at Health Foundations is that instead of going, oh, we only have 15 minutes to talk to you and we don't really explore all of these ideas that maybe some you know, may sound, we'll say, for lack of a better term, crazy. You know, you're willing to go, no, here's, you know, we have a question. Sometimes that question will lead to some other things and you kind of walk them through the entire process. Right. And so, you know, sometimes I take it for granted when I say we we spend time with our patients, what that really means, because, you know, When people go and see providers kind of in our conventional system, a lot of times that means spending 10 or 15 minutes with the provider. When I say we spend time with our patients, I mean we spend 30 to 60 minutes with our patients. And we do do lots of education. We do do um, spend time 
answering your questions and giving you information. And that can be really helpful and make you feel really at ease, really heard, um, and maybe make you think of things that you might have not thought of. Right. Because sometimes, I mean, and, and again, I, I appreciate what you're saying, kind of like your onboarding boarding system is you help provide the questions that we should ask. Right. Because sometimes you sit there and you're feeling a little you know, if we, I, I don't know if it's the right question, right. you know, or maybe I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them with X, Y or Z. Right. And so you basically unburden me from feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm bothering you because you're like, it's OK with those questions. You know, I found this last week um, we are dealing with a health issue in, in our extended family. And I was sitting in a room with some providers and it's a situation where it's outside my wheelhouse of knowledge. And I've done my research and um, I've asked lots and lots of questions. And finally, I just looked at the providers and I said, it's obvious here that I'm missing something and I don't know the right question to ask and I'm not quite sure what to do now. Right. But there's a missing piece here and I felt really lost and almost really frustrated about, okay, I'm kind of at a stalemate of where to move next. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way in the healthcare system that we live in. And we at Health Foundations really try and help you not feel that way in your healthcare journey. And I think that's really important because you want to feel empowered. You want to feel like you're getting your questions answered. You want to feel like you don't have to be the driver of your health care. Right. I think that's so frustrating as if you're not feeling well or if there's something going on in your life, a lot of times that really takes over your emotional ability to really say, okay, I'm going to go on Google and research things for eight hours and right. then come up with the 50 great questions that I need to ask my provider. I just don't think that's always realistic. And so um, we really help try and navigate that for you. Right. And I think also, you know, if you're, you know, like all of us, just living a busy lifestyle, unfortunately, a lot of times when you do have time to look up these things are in the middle of the night after the kids have gone to bed. And that's when right. you start Googling and nothing ever gets accomplished when you are Googling, when you're exhausted and everything <laughs> turns into a, I'm scared now. And I think I have some horrible disease that only two people got 50 years ago. Right. So it's it's great to be able to provide this information during the day. So right. I, you know, I do still get all of the, well, not all of that. I have a couple of women's magazines that I get and they are speaking about doing, uh, going ahead and doing that detox. And I saw it also pop up on my fitness pal emails that yeah. I get as well. And I'm going, should I do that? Does it take over my whole life? Can I accomplish it? And I think that those are probably the fast forward version of questions. So what, yeah. when you see detox, What's the basic information that I need to know about that and word in the process? You know, I think a detox when in its simplest form, it's the easy, it's kind of a way to clean your house inside and out. Okay. Because you think of when spring comes and in our own houses, we're like, oh, we want to open the windows. We want to get fresh air. We want to start decluttering our houses. Right. Our bodies are kind of the same way. And so in essence, we want to kind of declutter our bodies from all the toxins that have built up over the winter. And it doesn't have to be difficult. I think sometimes when people think about oh, detoxes, they think, oh my gosh, it's going to be month long and it's going to be difficult and I'm going to feel cruddy. Right. And it's, 
it it seems so overwhelming that people don't even want to start. It's like I have to get this whole different thing. You know, I have to dump everything out of my refrigerator. I have to get all these different teas. It does seem very cumbersome, Dr. Yeah. Amy. Amy. So I feel like, you know, when um, over the years I've I've worked with different clinics and I've read lots of books and I've talked with lots of people. I don't think detoxes have to be really difficult. Okay. I think we can really um, boil it down to some real simple concepts and um, modify it to work for people's lifestyles and still be beneficial. So what kind of toxins do we build up that we then need to detoxify in the first place? Well, when you think about the environments we live in and, you know, we see it all in the news right now and all on Facebook and social media, you know, we live in a really polluted environment when you think about it. So whether it's the water that we drink or the air that we breathe or the chemicals on the foods that we eat or um, how our bodies are metabolizing the hormones in our bodies or, you know, there's all of these things, plastics, you know, right now we're seeing lots about plastics and everything right in our environment. And so we're kind of inundated. Our bodies are inundated with all of these things that it has to process. And so those are the types of things that we're just helping our bodies process more efficiently. So in the winter, do we store them up uh, differently than we do the rest of the year? Um, not necessarily. Okay. But, you know, we are more, t- people tend not to be maybe as active. Okay. Or our I diet, know I wasn't. Yeah. Our diets tend to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, our food availability sometimes is a little bit different in the winter than in the summers. And so um, those nutrients that we get, can our bodies utilize them a little bit differently um, about how we detox our body and our, our foods throughout throughout the winter versus the summer. So those things can make a difference. So in general, before we go to break, what are the basic guidelines when we say we're going to detox? So what do I, is there, can you tell me, we, can we sum up what I need to go get or should we tease that and do that when we come back from the break? So there's three things we're going to talk about. We're going to okay. talk about diet. We're going to talk about movement, really. And then we're going to talk about some supplements. Okay, we'll do that. And we'll also take your questions. If you want to get in touch with us here at The Mom Show and talk to Dr. Amy from Health Foundations, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon, hosting along with my good friend from Health Foundation's birth center, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. And, and Dr. Amy, I, 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 we always talk about this during the break, so I just want to uh, admit to all of the My Talkers out there, I truly listen to you and take your advice and change the products that I have in my house. You are the reason why I have a particular protein uh uh, supplement in my house right now. So I, you know, so if all of the my talkers are wondering whether Miss Shannon actually guinea pigs all of the stuff that you hear on the mom show, I do. You know, I, I you know, at this, I'm just like everybody else that's listening. It's like this is a a great way for me to get this information, and I appreciate you sharing with us. I know that uh, our producer Sonny and I talk about this because she's a mom as well. So we have these discussions on. Oh, good. This is one less thing I have to look up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just wait until Doctor Amy gets here and ask her. Um, so I like many of the my talkers. There was deciding whether I should do a detox, so this is perfectly timed. So if you have any questions, you can call us here on The Mom Show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And you can ask your question to Dr. Amy. So, Dr. Amy, um, one of the things that I've been holding off my particular detox journey, what's, what's been holding me back, is that I'm like, I don't know what to buy. And I'm also going, I have some, I'm going to be really busy. 
So where do I put it in? Do I need to shut down my life for like a week or a month? Or, you know, is it going to throw me all off? And so I have these reservations. So what can I really what should I plan what you for? Anticipate. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So it will take some planning. Okay. And the detoxes I like are 14 days. Okay. Because um, I think that's a really a nice amount of time to get good amount of change. Okay. And um, the one thing I think that makes a big difference is um, some dietary changes that you can make. All right. And so with the dietary changes, I really recommend that it's just a hypoallergenic diet. And what do you mean by that? And so some people know it as like almost like an elimination diet. Okay. So you take out all the different allergens. So dairy, wheat, soy, eggs, and um, it gives your body a chance to rest and kind of go, ah. Okay. And, you know, it that part can be difficult for people because that's a big part of our diets. And, and if you start looking through my diets. pantry, there's so many of the staples of my day-to-day life. Those things are included in those. Yeah. Okay. But when you think about it, and I think sometimes in the spring and summer, it's a little bit easier to do these things because if you stick to things like... Um, meat, so things like chicken and fish and fruits and vegetables okay. and some whole grains, things like uh, maybe brown rice. Um, those things can be your staples for those t- two weeks because really we're talking about whole foods okay, and getting rid of a lot of the processed foods. And right, that's the difficult thing for us because we are so used to really relying on the processed foods. Right. The other thing in preparing for your detox, so... It's one thing to do your detox, but there's a lead up time, I think. Okay. Because the other thing that in preparing for your detox is, you know, we don't want you to be doing coffee on your detox. Okay. And so this is really hard for a lot of people. And I don't think you really want to do cold turkey coffee. Like, okay. That can be really tough, especially if you're a two, three, four cup a day coffee drinker. Yes. That's a good amount of caffeine for your body just to go cold turkey. I mean, you could get... Um, sweaty headaches, mm-hmm. just really feeling. Gro- I mean, that's the part you're going to real feel like gross from, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Is the, <laughs> you're, de- <laughs> the you're not only detoxing and sleepy. Okay, <laughs> you're not only detoxing in general. You're just like caffeine withdrawal yes. majorly. Um, to slowly maybe wean yourself off of even if a week, okay, or two weeks of that caffeine. Um, because we don't want you to be on caffeine during the detox. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, as you're weaning off that caffeine is really the other thing we really want you to be doing well on that detox is hydrating. Okay. And so at least 64 ounces of water a day. And that's really conservative. All right. We always say like half of your body weight in ounces of water. Which is my favorite way to say that because I can that one I have always managed to you know maintain in my brain. Yeah. Is that particular calculation. And I think that's a, that's really nice. But um, I would I would beg to argue that very few people are actually doing that. Okay. And everybody says, oh my gosh, Amy, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom all the time. Right. You know, it takes, our kidneys are kind of a water balance. Mm -hmm. And so it takes about 10 days for them to figure out what's going on once you put more water in your body. Yes. But after about 10 to 14 days, they figure it out and you're peeing less. Yes. And, um, and so over time, that, that regulates and evens itself out. So know that, that it's not that overwhelming for, right. 
forever. Um, or I might hear, but I'm not thirsty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of your body's um, adaptation mechanism over time. If you haven't drank water, it's your thirst mechanism just really isn't as there as much. Okay. And so, but it's retraining your body. And so, um, always have a water bottle with you or some sort of a mechanism to know, okay, I need to drink this many of this type of a water bottle in a day. Right. So you know how much you're actually getting in and you can kind of have a counting system. I think that's helpful. So you don't have to go out there and get a gallon jug and just carry the jug no. around and make a statement. I am detoxing. <laughs> Here is my gu- jug of water. You don't have to do that. We're saying, no. go get yourself a nice water bottle. I no. have mine that I carry with me because I'm bad at math. And so I like that the numbers are on it. So I do. I just keep track of that. Yep. I, have a, I have a question. Yes. What about kombucha? In your, in your detox, can that be a part of your detox? It can be a part of your detox. Okay. You know, this is actually so funny. This is a conversation. We had a girls' night out last night, and this was a topic of conversation. <laughs> now, let's back up, because I think that people have seen kombucha, and mm-hmm. they've read, they, they've seen the title on mm-hmm. your, on like, women's health when you're in the checkout style, and then when you walk past in Target and the hy V now, you see the bottle that says those things, but I don't think a lot of people really know what, know it, what is. it is. Yeah, yeah, they think it's like a dance, like kind of thing. I think it's a dance craze. <laughs> so, so Dr. Amy, so what is the kombucha? So kombucha is basically, well, I'm going to just really boil it down. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a probiotic in a bottle. So it's teas and it's um, it's a sugar. It's it's a fermented tea mm-hmm. in a bottle, but it gives your body all the good bacteria that it needs. And it's kind of a prebiotic, a probiotic to give all that good bacteria in your gut. When you're talking about prebiotics and probiotics, is there a differentiation between having that kombucha style one or if I'm the kind of person that takes a pill? Yeah, I... I'm only laughing because this was the topic of conversation okay. last night. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, See, it all, so the universe funny. was preparing you for us. <laughs> I know it totally was yes. because I would have been, I would have, I would have been stumped sitting here today <laughs> thinking, well, what's the right answer? Cause I know what I would answer. Okay. You know, I don't know if there's a really a right answer. Okay. I think um, some people really enjoy the kombucha drinks and mm-hmm. that's something that they can drink out throughout the day and it's totally fine. Um, I think the the issue is is a pill form of a probiotic um, is much more potent. You know, okay. there's much there's much higher strains or different strains of a probiotic. Okay. So I think in that essence, you, it delivers much more of the probiotic. However, I think kombucha is is a really healthy choice and a good a good option for a drink and it's a good prebiotic so it gives the it gives your body the framework for the probiotics to work gotcha and it also is a good probiotic and you know i think people sometimes say too i'm so tired of drinking water yes and we talk about soda is not a good option juice isn't a good option no all these energy drinks are really just sugar. Yes. And so, and all these things like Crystal Light are just artificial sweeteners. And so really what's out there then, you know, um, 
And so kombucha is really kind of a nice option. Right. And I I know that we go through our phases. I went through that infused water phase and and, yep. and it helped for a while. It helped for a while. And then I'm just back to the let me just I'm just practicing as my son's teacher puts it, drinking straight up water because I'm trying to teach him to, to yep. like it. So it's currently spa water with fancy ice cubes. But you do have to <laughs> trick yourself sometimes into going, water's fun. But then after you do it for a while, I think it does eventually kind of take hold. Don't you think so, Dr. Amy? Fancy water bottle. Right. Lemon, lime. I threw some blueberries or some blackberries in there one day that I don't even think affected the flavor, but it looked pretty. Uh So it was cool. I get it. Yes. So there are ways to like train yourself and to trick yourself into eventually going, this is what I do. We're making this lifestyle change. It'll be fun. So, And it is a lifestyle change. And so, you know, when we're thinking about this detox, know that we are really messing with a lot of our daily rituals. Right. And so even though it's only 14 days, we we are really saying, wow, the rituals of our day change. And when we mess with our rituals, that's really hard on our brains right? and our emotional state. So that's the hard part of making those lifestyle changes is changing those rituals. And so that that can be the difficult part. Well, we are talking about what you should do to start your spring detox. What are we going to cover when we get back, Dr. Amy? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the importance of sweating in a detox. All right. That sounds like something right up my alley. So here we go. If you have any questions, you can call us here at The Mom Show. We're speaking with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. We'll be right back. Thank you again for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon, joined from Health Foundation's Birth Center. Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass is with us again this week. We've been talking about detoxing and, you know, getting some of the yuck out of your life, you know, and what can we expect? So let's say, okay, we did what we had to do. We went and shopped. We got a bunch of the garbage out of our kitchen and out of our pantries, Dr. Amy. And so now we're going to actually start the process of doing our 14-day detox. So do we want to tell people what it is that they do need to have in their house then other than the hypoallergenic diet uh, uh, of building blocks? Is there a certain thing? Like I see the Beyonce's of the world talking about, you need to drink only lemon juice or you need to have this special soup or, or you know, I remember my, my mom used to talk about like some cabbage soup thing that she would do every once in a while. Is there a magic pill to detoxing that we need as well? So, well, part the diet piece, mm-hmm. we really, you need to shop ahead of time. Okay. So you need to plan. Okay. In our detoxes, we give you... Um, a packet of recipes Got and kind it. of examples of menus of kind of what a week can look like. Okay. It kind of takes the guesswork out of it and it can give you a, okay, this will work or this won't, but it gives you a, a beginning framework of what a diet can look like. So the di- detox that you're discussing or that you're suggesting is one where there's actually food involved in it. It's just clean oh, food. Yes. Good, it's not one of those, you know. We don't, you know, I'm not a big fan fan of a fasting detox. Okay. And here's why, because I think in a detox, I think our body needs to do work. Okay. And in order to do work, we need to give it fuel. Okay. And it's not to say that I'm against fasting at all. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a detox in particular, I always feel like we're, we're demanding something of our body and it's not that <clears throat> it just needs the fuel that it, it needs to do the work it needs to do. But it doesn't need it doesn't need junk. Okay. And so if we are giving it um, good fruits and vegetables and lean meats and you know 
not a lot of junk, it can do it, have the energy it needs to and get the rest that it needs to do um, and still get the toxins out of our body. Okay, so you, you, you will provide me with a recipe list so at least I know where to start and then I could tweak that as things go. Yep, and okay. I think too a, a nice part of this is part of what we talk about is doing daily shakes. Okay. And so having a good blender. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about looking even at some cookbooks. We have a cookbook list that we like um, that gives you even more ideas. And so we, you know, a big part of being successful is having the resources. Right. And we don't want to be too overwhelming. So we don't want to say, oh, here's 20 cookbooks and 50 recipes and 2,000 places to go find all of these things that you need. So we really say, okay, here's um, a week, a, a framework of a week, and here's a few cookbooks that you can look at and, and that you can really say, okay, here's your two weeks planned out um, with some wiggle room. Right. So that you can, if this works, great. But if you want to change it up a little bit to fit your taste buds or whatever that might look like, you know, that's fine. I do think, though, a a detox does take some planning. Right. It does take some work. Um, And I do think a detox, you know, you are ridding your body of the gunk. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times people do feel sluggish. Right. You might feel a little bit flu-like. Okay. Um, Sometimes people get headaches. Uh, Your body might feel achy. Your joints might feel achy. Um, And so I think it's good to know those things going into a detox is to plan it out that it's an okay time if you are feeling a little bit, oh, yes, that it's an okay time for that and that you can make it through going to work or whatever that looks like and not that you have a major project due or this is go time at work or you're planning a wedding or whatever that looks like, those aren't the times to detox. Gotcha. If you have any questions, you can call here to The Mom Show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. I was happy that you brought up before we went to break, Dr. Amy, you were talking about how it's okay to sweat. Um, I know yeah. that we uh, uh, we see our Hollywood celebrities trying to do things not to sweat. I uh, personally am a lady sweater. I am one of those people. And I don't mean like I have like a cool thing that I knit. I mean, I feel like for a lady, I sweat and I've just decided to own that over the years. Where I'm like, nothing I could do about it. So is that something that is and when you're doing your detox, are you sweating some of these toxins out as well? Yes. OK, so we want you to do the diet. piece. Mm-hmm. Then there's actually things that we call that we want you to do exercise or we call at home physical modalities every day. At-home physical modalities. Okay. So I'll explain what that is. And really what it means is, you know, there's ways that our body naturally gets rid of toxins. Okay. So we sweat through our skin. Mm-hmm. We breathe through our mouths. We um, we have bowel movements. Yes. We pee. You know, mm-hmm. all of those things get rid of wastes in our body. And so there's ways that we can just promote getting rid of those things or getting... Um, optimizing getting rid of toxins through those ways in our body. So we want to exercise every day and we want to sweat. We want to get those things out of our body. So exercising every day. Right. Um, And then the at-home modalities are things like um, if you have a sauna. Yes. Or steaming 
Or we talk about things like Epsom salt baths. Oh, okay. So Epsom salt baths are drawing a bath and you use three cups of Epsom salt or more and you soak for about 20 to 30 minutes. And the bath will um, naturally make you sweat, but the Epsom salt also has magnesium in it. So it helps your muscles um, relax and it helps all of that happen and feel good. Wonderful. Um, things like contrast showers. So you do 30 seconds hot. No, three minutes hot, 30 seconds cold. Okay. So um, three minutes hot, which as much as you can tolerate in the shower. And then 30 seconds very cold. Okay. And we're not saying scald yourself. Don't do any of that. So no. that's okay. Mm-hmm. So um What's happening is with the hot, it vasodilates all of your blood vessels. Okay, so what so does that it mean? So um, it brings kind of all of your blood, all everything opens up. Okay. And then when you put the cold, it constricts everything. So it's kind of like a pump for your blood, and it brings everything, it moves everything through your body. Plus, it's super invigorating, if you think about it. Right. And I think people think, oh, that 30 seconds cold is brutal. But in the mornings or whenever you take your showers, it's really wonderful. You you start getting used to it and it's it gives you energy in the morning. Okay, so do you do that often or only during your detox, Dr. Amy? Is that how you brighten your day as you go, I take this cold shower after you do your... You know, I've started doing it more and more. Okay. And it makes you feel really good. Okay, I'm going to give it a I shot. I challenge you to try it. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're just, those are just a few things you can think about. And some people really like to think about massages during their detoxes. Cause again, it just gets things moving. Um, craniosacral. Um, sometimes people even think about things like clonics. Okay. Um, so those are all things, you know, the craniosacral massage clonics. Those are things that we talk about as options, um, because they're not things that I necessarily think as at home treatments. Right. Um, but these other things, um, and definitely exercise, are things that we say you have to pick one a day. Do you have a suggested amount of time that people sit in the sauna? Because I do see people when I'm at the gym. I do occasionally dabble in the sauna. I'm very, very bad at sitting still long enough in the sauna. Yeah. So should I have, is there an amount of time? Am I five minutes? Am I 10 minutes? Am I... You know, part of it's going to be a tolerance. Okay. You know, I think 15-ish is probably a nice goal. Um, If you can do a little longer, that's fine. Um, But I think really it's, it's however long it takes you to get that nice sweat. Okay. And so whatever that is for you, um, I think that's your goal. Perfect. Perfect. So we've talked about, you know, some of the things that, you know are okay to fit into your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need, I see those detox teas, those products that say detox on the outside of the box. Are any of them necessary or we're mostly just going, let's shop appropriately and start with that and drink enough water. So this is where I think it's sometimes nice to work with a provider who is familiar with detoxes to talk about the supplement piece. Because the supplement piece is where a lot of times people can um, be helpful. But here's some guidelines. So um, it, the first couple of things I think about is it's really nice to think about a probiotic. Okay. Because we want to give your body all the good bacteria that it needs. Okay. Right? So taking a good probiotic um, in the morning and in the evening, just giving it again all that good bacteria. The other thing that I think about that's really nice in a detox is vitamin C. Okay. You know, we, in a detox, we, um, what's happening is we're getting all of these free radicals or we're kind of, 
we're mobilizing all of these things in our body. So we want to protect our body as well. And vitamin C is something really simple that helps us do that. And so a thousand milligrams of vitamin C two to three times a day is something that's simple that can do that. Okay. And you can do chewable vitamin C. You can take pills. You can even use the emergency packets. Okay. We talk about emergency a lot. Um, an emergency is something that you can put in water and it's another nice thing. Um, as a, an, as an alternative to just drinking water. Um, and so that's something that's nice. And it also has some B vitamins in it. So if you're feeling a little bit punky, okay. it gives you a little bit of a lift as well. Perfect. Um, other things, you know, this is the this is the piece that um, I think is important for people to hear is when you're doing a detox, it's really important to have a healthy bowel movement every day. Okay. Because you want everything that you're mobilizing to be getting out of your body. Because otherwise it's just sitting in your tissues and kind of just being there. Right. And as long as it's just sitting there, it's going to make you feel really cruddy. Okay. So you really want to be getting that out. That's partly why we have you drink so much water. Right. So if you're not having a really good bowel movement and the water alone isn't doing enough, those are the things that we think about with some of the other detox supplements that we talk about. And we're going to cover a few more things in detox. And what else do we need to cover as we help you navigate getting through this spring detox and how come it's going to help you feel better as we move into the next season. What do you want to cover, Dr. Amy? We'll talk a little bit more about supplements and a little bit more about what to expect. All right. We'll be right back here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us here for The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon and joined today from Health Foundation's Birth Center, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass is with us again. And, and Dr. Amy, again, the best way for them to get a hold of you over at Health Foundations is the website... Yes, that's a great way. Yes, Mm -hmm. so health-foundations.com. We always suggest you do that. You also have your Facebook page. We know that people can go there and get some resources and information. And again, if they sign up, if they're looking for, you know, whether this is the right provider for them, they can always come and see you. You guys do these great tours and actually sit down with them and, and can talk about whether this is the right scenario for them as they're moving through their life. Absolutely. And I think that it's fun that we're talking about this detox thing because um, you go only Hollywood celebrities do detoxes, but everyone does. And I, you know, a lot of that we've talked about today is the fact that this is a very attainable goal. This is something that all of us can do. It's not just something that you have to do if you're an amazing, you know, Beyonce or somebody out in the world. I'm sure that her detoxes are very, very, very perfect, but ours don't have to be perfect. <laughs> right. Right. And it, it's it's not rocket science. There's things that you can do that are really simple um, with diet, with things that you can do at home, with some supplements um, that can get you feeling really good and jumpstart your spring um, into a good summer. And if you have any questions, you can talk to Dr. Amy here on The Mom Show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Gail, thank you very much for holding. I know you've been waiting for a bit. And we talked before we went to break about getting in the sauna. Do you have a sauna, Gail? Yes, I do. I have an infrared sauna, a portable one, and I'm wondering if those are highly recommended, at, like a regular sauna, if they work the same way. Yeah, infrared saunas are really great for just health benefits in general, and so that's a really wonderful tool to be able to use um, on a daily basis, weekly basis, um, for health in general. Good, because um, I 
since I've had breast cancer and I had chemo and radiation, I can't sweat. No matter how much I work out and keep exercising, and I used to sweat quite a bit, so I've been going in the infrared sauna to sweat, and I just want to make sure it was, you know, a good thing for me post, um, you know, breast cancer. Um, it should be fine, but that would be a, a good question, actually, to still ask your oncologist. Um, right. So, I, so that yeah. would... So I would still do that. And if you're looking for a way, if you're thinking kind of more of that detox and your body's not sweating, another way and something that you could think about, I don't know if you've ever heard of dry skin brushing. I have been starting to do that. Yeah, because I think that's another really wonderful way to still get things moving in your body um, with your body not having to do that sweating for you, but it still gets the lymph and the blood and everything moving and it can still feel really good. Okay. So I ended up having to just bring something back from Mexico because I can't find like any dry skin, like the brushes. Where, where do you purchase those at or what kind of brush should you use? Oh, okay. So I actually think Whole Foods generally carries the dry skin brushes. Oh, um, good to know. Yeah. I, I've seen them there in the past and I know I think we've, we've purchased them there in the past. So I would start there and then otherwise I would look at some of the other local co-ops because I think I've seen them there. Okay, thank you very much for your time. Yep. Thank you, Gail. Now, Dr. Amy, you mentioned that dry skin brushing. They brought that up. Uh, I know some of the people in our, uh, since my son is autistic, they brought some of those up before. But I'm not familiar with what that process actually is. Yeah. So what it is, it's a, it's a, it's a bristled brush. And it's not so bristly that it's, it, it's, it hurts. But it's, it's stiff enough that you start at your toes and it's, strokes that you do on your skin um, and you work your way up each of your legs and you're always working towards your heart. Okay. And the idea is, is that your lymph system is close to your skin, but it also is your circulatory system. Okay. And it's stimulating your lymph system to uh, really circulate and start getting rid of your, your lymph system kind of is your scavenger system for your neck. And um, it stimulates that system to do the work that it needs to do. And also it's very, it's stimulating. It feels good and okay. it's exfoliating. Okay. Um, and it can, it can be very good for a lot of things, not only detox. Okay. Um, and there's, I've heard people say, well, I do it before I shower. I do it after I shower. Um, I don't know if there's really a right or a wrong. I've tried it both ways and I think it, it works really well either way. Um, but it's it's really a wonderful thing to try. It's super simple. Um, it's inexpensive. The brushes aren't very expensive. Like I said, I think I found most of the brushes at local co-ops, things like Whole Foods. Um, yeah. Wonderful. And I, I, I think that that's another great example of what we started talking about at the beginning of the show is that when we have a question, we talk to you and the other professionals at Health Foundation Birth Center. It's new to you know, new suggestions it's not oh no no this is the only way to get this done it's well let's come up with the right uh puzzle pieces to fit into the puzzle that is making up your life and your scenario at the time sure uh, yes i think that's the important piece and i i think it's important too in life and in healthcare. i think this is the most important piece for people to understand is a lot of times we think that there is only this one box of tools and if and only providers only think about this one box and that's not the case. And I think you really have to ask your providers to think outside their toolbox 
And what happens if what we don't, if what we're trying in their toolbox doesn't work, then what happens? And so I think that's really important. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. And we appreciate uh, what you talked to us so far about detoxing. And we covered some of the supplements. You said there was a few more things that we should probably look to or at least question when we're talking to our provider about this, uh, you know, and how it fits into our life. Yeah. So the other things that I was talking about. So with those bowel movements, we tend to do some sort of a a bulking. So some sort of a fiber. Okay. Um, We use a product called Herbal Bulk, but um, it's generally whatever sort of a fiber. I like something that has a little bit of a charcoal in it because charcoal pulls the toxins out of your body and it helps you get rid of things. But you don't want to do charcoal alone if you're not having a good bowel movement. Okay. You don't want to do fiber alone if you're not getting all of your good water in. Right. So it's all, all these things have, it's like a juggling act. You yes. juggle all of these things at the same time. They're all synergistic. And okay. so um, if you're not getting all your good water in and you get all this fiber and you're going to be like, oh, that's not yes. a good idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then generally there's some sort of supplement um, that we talk about that really supports your liver. Okay. So your liver is the organ that does all of the detoxing in your body. And it really is the scavenger that processes everything that comes into your body and that shuttles it to the places that it needs to go to get out. Okay. And so in a detox, I think your liver is super important to support. Um, and there's lots of different supplements out there to help do that. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint to say, oh, these are the ones that are the best. Um, but I think that's why working sometimes with a provider or somebody who's really good at the detoxes for that piece might be the best for those sorts of things. I know we've covered a lot and we have to start uh, summing up. But one of the things I think is most interesting about this particular variety of detox that you've talked about is, yes, we're saying here's what here is the quote unquote hardcore version of a 14 days. But a lot of the changes that you are suggesting are things that can just entry level versions of things that you can do throughout your life. So it's okay. Well, these are the kind of changes that you want to make to your diet. Anyway, you should be drinking more water. You should have uh, a balance between the fibers and the proteins and everything in your life. And so maybe, uh, is it, fair to say that this detox is something that could go, okay, now that you're feeling like your system is cleaned out and you feel better, maybe you might as well just stick with bits and pieces of this as you move on. So what I see is generally in a detox, people feel cruddy in the beginning around that first week. Then as they're coming into that 10 days, they start feeling better and maybe their skin clears up. They have more energy. They're sleeping better. They're having better bowel movements, whatever that looks like for them. And around that two weeks, they're like, wow, I'm feeling good. Right. Because we are operating on what we think is normal. Right. It's our normal, right? But when we start feeling better, it's like, oh, this is this is a great new normal. Right. And so, yeah, to be able to implement and make and keep some of those changes can be super valuable in making that new normal and having those, that, that, that healthy, happy, more energetic lifestyle. Well, Dr. Amy, thank you for sharing those tips on how we can all feel better. We appreciate that. We can all, everybody goes to your website, health-foundations.com. Also find you on Facebook and you can always find us at mytalk1071.com keyword mom show.